Hi, welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. Yeah. I had recorded earlier and for some reason it did not um, get posted. So I have to re-record. And it's funny when it happens because I'm like, should I have been talking about that? And should I have said that? And maybe that's why I didn't make it on air. And then I thought about it. No guts, no glory. And so I'm trying to recall what I said being that I don't have the recording and I did not write anything down because I'm kind of just going with it, you know. Um, I would say that I recall saying thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this journey with me. And um, to be continued as we go forward. I hope that your day was great. And that everything is working out well for you. In your life and your life decisions. I'm hoping that these podcasts are making a difference in your day giving you something to think about, something to consider, and something to converse about with your friends and your family. Uh, So I have been on social media sometime this week, and I do try to limit my time on there because it can be very consuming if we're not careful, whether you're tweeting or Instagram or Facebooking or LinkedIn or just surfing the net or YouTube, whatever it is that you're doing, it can be very consuming if you don't have no life and you ain't got nothing else to do, or it gets, um, like you just want to waste time or it's just some things that's intriguing. Um, and depending on what social media is that you're linked to, the people that you're linked to, and so I'm linked to a couple of different um, sites and one of the sites that I'm linked to often throw out what if and why is this or how come and what I realize is that we have a whole lot of opinionated people which that's just what we are opinionated and I just like to deal with facts I do um My opinion absolutely means nothing to most people, some to some people, and opinions can change after you live a long time and grow and stuff like that and read and research and experience. Experience is the greatest, the greatest, greatest teacher Um, as often said, but it's so true. When you experience things, it kind of gives you, it gives you facts (laughs) based on your own experience, right? And again, it's subjective because again, what I've experienced, other people haven't experienced or they've experienced it in different ways. And so therefore it becomes an opinion to some, although it's actual factual, it's actually factual to me. And so, um, then, you know, I think about the different conversations that are happening and a lot of people 
and these conversations are speaking from their experience. And I find that we have a tendency to do a lot of generalizations. And I aim to stray away from that because, again, all of anything is nothing. We can't say all of anything because, again, there's always, my word, hear me, there's often, if not always, an exception to the rule. There's always an exception to the rule. Again, people have different experiences. And so even in that, sometimes, not often, but sometimes I feel compelled to share my experience or dispel some generalizations or some myths that I see on social media. And again, it's only because it like irked me that this person that I saw was going in and he was doing the most. But as I was reading what he was writing, and I'll tell you shortly about it, but as I was reading what he was writing, the first thing came to me was that he was definitely speaking from his own experience. And I often see that we get one, you know, you have people on these bandwagons and have already surmised who women are and um, why we are the way we are or why we do what we do and vice versa women do it about men all the time and we have to be very careful about it because again it can either come off offensive or rude or disrespectful or just straight up like wrong you know just wrong and we have to be more open-minded to certain situations and discussions that are happening if we're going to grow and mature because a lot of times it's childish, it's petty and your feelings and you end up doing the most and it becomes rhetoric and it's like blah, 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 you, you know, and again, we don't get anywhere from that and it becomes an argument and again, even in an argument, it has to come to a point where there's some understanding and even while we're arguing so we can get better. It's about getting better. So the discussion was about child support and whether or not, I think it started with, it started with, I can't even, I don't know if that was another discussion, but it was kind of like, they was kind of the same. But anyway, this one person was going on a rant about how women have um, put men in jail because of child support and that how there are too many men in jail because of child support and they need to be out of jail and and I'm like oh okay however I thought about it I'm like first of all I don't know any woman that has put a man in jail unless she was a judge and made that decision. And I'm always thinking about how we get there. How do you even get to a place of child support? Right? And nobody thinks about that. It's just like, this is the end result. This is where we are. And there's so many factors leading up to that. That's one. So then we can go all the way back to, okay, you had, you was with this person, y'all had children, 
they are no longer together. The children need to be taken care of. So how that's going to happen? Somebody got to pay for it. Both parents got to pay for it. But you're the outside parent, so you got to pay this. This is what, I mean, all of it is factored into something. And when you see how the process works and you look at it, the anger behind it stems from having to pay a certain amount of money on a regular basis, which either you don't have or you decide that you don't want to pay for whatever reason, whether it's because of the other parent or you don't think they deserve it or you feel they're going to misuse it or because you don't make enough. I mean, it's so many factors to it. But the one thing that matters is the child has to be provided for and taken care of and the thing was put into place the law whatever it was was put into place to substantiate that and to make sure that happens and so everybody in their feelings or most people are in their feelings about these stipulations and you can go back to well you shouldn't have had the baby if you knew he wasn't going to provide but again, in my mind, or she wasn't going to provide because there are women out here who are um, sanctioned or have to pay child support, which we don't talk about that, right? Because it just seems to be a, a drove of men who are in this particular situation. Then you have, it varies from state to state. Then you have, it varies from how many children. It varies, well, if they were married, if they wasn't married, if the child is It's so many factors. And those are the things that we have to consider when we read these things and then we get on these bandwagons and want to start ranting and raving. And especially now, since we have a world that's watching and reading and and taking it and some are running with it some are you know dispelling it which I'm aiming to do because again all situations are not the same and I don't know you know I think the law was placed because you had so many parents that were leaving um leaving relationships and leaving other parents with just the sole responsibility of child rearing and child caring and all this other stuff and it became a weight upon the system in and of itself and so therefore they put these other things in place and then it was this level of accountability and responsibility that had to be put in place. And the people that end up suffering at the end of the day are the children. If, again, you don't have parents who are resourceful and making decisions for the well-being of the child, irrespective if the other parent is willing, able, or wanting to make a financial contribution. And so... You know, a lot of times it, it can become like, are you kidding me? Because every situation is not the same. And so I just wanted to say that, you know, women aren't putting men in jail. They're not judges. They're not juries. They're not prosecutors. They're not, you know, police officers in respect to being the woman that 
you had a child with. And again, I'm sure people are upset because I know that people are funny about their money. But when it comes to the fact that these children that are have been had are here and they exist and the system doesn't want to take care of them. They don't feel they have a responsibility to take care of them because they didn't wear them. Other people don't want to take care of other people's children because they didn't have them. You know, it's the people who had the children that are responsible for taking care of the children. That's just a given. And you have a lot of people who have, you know, shucked their responsibility for whatever reason. And to think that some women or some men did not consider the fact that these children would, one, be born or the fact that they would be taken, they needed to be taken care of is a farce. And the fact that, you know, you want to hold people accountable, you know, in order to do that, how do you hold people accountable if there's nothing in place to hold them accountable? And the fact of the matter, if the person who procreated with the other person wasn't accountable then, how you expect them to be accountable later if there's nothing in place? And granted, I don't think that incarceration is the greatest of ways in order to get them to be responsible but there it it seems to be a way and again when you're sitting there as a parent where you're like okay you're trying to make ends meet and I'm looking at it from that side and seeing it from that side what do you do because it seems like you're damned if you do you damned if you don't and again you do have people who misappropriate funds and you know don't count up the costs and are lavished and, you know, living beyond their means and all this other stuff. Like, I get there's foolishness out there. And, but again, it's not always foolishness. And you have people who have matured and who have grown up and who have counted up the cost. And who have made decisions to live comfortably because that's just what they want to do and they are entitled to that and if they live comfortable then their child lives comfortable and so I don't get how you have some people who continue to procreate and yet still they don't want any accountability financially and and the fact that they're procreating and they have children in this world like that is ridiculous to me and so when I hear certain arguments knowing that I have certain information and certain experiences and certain facts, it does kind of get on my nerves because it's like, dude, like you have no idea what a lot of people are dealing with. And I get that you're dealing with this and I get that that's your situation, but you have to be a little bit more lenient and open-minded to know that although there's that situation, there are other situations that's contrary to that situation. And so... That was one of the things that I was thinking about. And, you know, it is what it is because people figure it out, you know, and you figure out a way. And, again, systems have been put in place because of the mere fact that you have people who will, you know, not show up and who will not handle their responsibility and who will chuck it off on somebody else to handle their responsibility. And that's not cool either. And it has to be a balance. It has to be, 
you know, and even for younger people, when I think about them and I talk to them and stuff, it's like making better decisions, but even you can make the best decision and you can, you know, do your checklist and you can, you know, feel like you have it all together and that you have the person that's going to ride or die and not leave and stay and do all the things that they say they're supposed to do and they can actually not do that because we never know the mind of another individual. I don't care how long you've known them. I don't care how much you think you know them. You just don't. And so it it is scary because it becomes that you can't be ultimately totally vulnerable with an individual because you never know if they're going to go left. You never know if they're just going to leave. Or people die. Like, things happen, and you have to make recourse for that. But we're not speaking all that depth. But what I'm saying is that we have to be real careful about how we put the onus on people in certain situations because there's some things that's out of people's control. You cannot control another individual and you cannot control what they will contribute or what they won't contribute unless there's something in place. And if there's something in place and they really feel like they're not going to honor whatever is in place, then there's a recourse for that. And that's a part of life. You know, whether it's good or bad or indifferent, that's still up for determination for a lot of people. You know, again, it's a conversation to be had, but that is what it is. That is how it exists as it is right now. And I think that has to be factored when we decide to run on these rants because what we're not going to do and what we can't do is make it seem as if you just get to walk away after you've created a life and then there's no penalty for it or you get to see every day or you see a life every day and you make no contributions to it you understand what I'm saying like that makes no sense I mean I'm talking about financial contributions because again you look at your children you can look at them all day and hold them in your hand all day but if you don't feed them and you don't clothe them and you ain't got no roof over their head Yes, you know I'm saying it's like, okay, what good parenting is that? I don't know where that is. You know what I'm saying? And you may very well love them. But again, I already know that you're going to be doing whatever you can and however you can in order to make sure they're okay because you do love them and you do care about them. And we make the best out of the situations that we have. And again, the world gives you lemon. You aim to make lemonade. You deal, You work with the cards that you dealt but, you know, I feel like a lot of people and men, unfortunately, I'm not bashing. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. It's just unfortunate that it's, that's what it is. That, you know, they make, they get upset when you get hit in their pockets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They get real upset when it's they funny about their money. But when it came to laying down and it came to procreating and it came to caring and educating and clothing and feeding all of a sudden you and your feelings like it can't be you can't have it both ways you know you just can't have it both ways and so I say Lord have mercy on us all and let's pray for these children let's pray for these children the ones that's here already and the ones that's on their way. You know, just pray. Imagine my face. Imagine my face.